Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back and we have a podcast that uh, we wrote for you that is a result of a lot of questions we've been getting from a lot of agents yes. over on Instagram, actually. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, it's at Tim and Julie Harris. So Instagram.com forward slash Tim and Julie Harris. Find us there. We put up a lot of personal pictures and obviously a lot of uh, things of that nature, but also it's a great channel for all of us to communicate. So we've been getting a lot of questions that have been leading us to really, I think, do a deep dive on the mindset of a lot of our podcast listeners and our coaching clients. That's right. So how to be obsessed with real estate success. You might wonder what successful real estate agents have that mediocre or struggling agents don't have. Is it an it factor? Is it natural sales skill? Is it luck or inheritance or something else? You may be surprised to find out that it's none of those things. It's the fact that they are simply obsessed with real estate success. We'll talk about what that means in a second. But just to make sure you know where we're coming from, we have led the nation's most successful salespeople to the top. We've delivered hundreds of thousands of real estate coaching calls, sales seminars, webinars, presentations. What we have discovered, what have we discovered that makes real estate agents successful? Can you adopt and adapt the same strategies and habits? Of course you can. So it's time to become obsessed with your own success. We're going to bring you 10 easy steps. This is going to be part one and part two. So the French call it je ne sais quoi. Yes. Right? And we Americans call it the it factor. So what really is it that makes somebody not just successful in real estate, let's say, but successful in all aspects of life. So we're going to drill down these points and you can use these as a checklist for yourself and also a checklist for, frankly, maybe updating your behavior and how you're perceiving yourself as a real estate professional. Um, And then in doing so, you're also going to then start realizing that maybe the prospective clients I have or I'm hoping to attract are not being attracted to me because I'm not actually acting like these 10 characteristics Julie's about to share with you. That's right. So this is part one. Point one, agents and brokers who are obsessed with success in real estate are 1,000% committed, no questions asked. They are all in. Now, how can you tell? The way they speak will reveal their mindset. They don't use words like trying, dabbling, or seeing how it goes. Instead, they speak in the the affirmative. I am in real estate. I'm a salesperson. I am successful at what I do. I'm here to help you with all of your real estate needs. They're proud to be a real estate professional and proud to talk about it with everyone they meet all the time. They're not a secret agent. They're not weird about it. And furthermore, they're not putting up obstacles to have direct conversations with prospective buyers and sellers. They are not attracted to the complicated. They're attracted to the simple. They're attracted Mm -hmm. to things that will result in them having direct conversations with people. A conversation is words. (laughs) It's not digital. A conversation is you looking at somebody and discussing their real estate needs. They are looking for more opportunities opportunities to have conversations because they're obsessed with their real estate success. And one of the greatest tools we know to have more meaningful conversations with real estate or with uh, potential uh, sellers in this example is the Red X. It is one of the best 
systems and services known to man, well, real estate men and women, really, (laughs) that does allow you to have immediate, urgent access to the, uh, the newest expired listings in your particular marketplace. The service is the first service that we prescribe to all of our newest coaching clients after you've signed up for Premier Coaching. When you're serious about becoming a listing agent in this marketplace, the single best opportunity is expired listings you need to use Red X. Red X will go into the MLS for you every single night at midnight. They are then combing through all your latest expires, withdrawals, and even temporarily off the markets. And they're finding those sellers' uh, contact information. They are actually teeing it up for you in the morning to start calling those folks and then attracting those sellers to you. They're making it so that your heavy lifting only is making the phone call and not actually having to find the contact information. You are hearing what I just said. You understood what I just said. How many of you who claim that you want to start going after expireds are going to rationalize that you're going to spend four hours a day trying to find five phone numbers? Uh, Red X does it for you. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. (laughs) <laughs> Testing Julie. Text the word red to 47372. Text the word, the you know, R-E-D, the color, right? R-E-D to 47372. And we'll text you back a link where you can save 150 bucks on Red X. The absolute first thing you should do after you become a coaching client is subscribe to Red X. Text the word red to 47372. Remember, in texting message and data rates may apply. That's funny. I always think of Red X leads as uh, not just seller leads, but they're literally, they have pre-qualified themselves because every single lead on that list has a house for sale. There's no question. It's not cold, like, you know, calling uh, circle prospecting or something. They all clearly want to sell their well, house. Well, they're in the market. They're in the market. The market's already told them what the price isn't, right? Because it expired. You know expired when it's listed with the first agent and it doesn't sell or the second or the third agent, right? They're realtor friendly. They yeah, listed. Exactly. You know they're going to list with an agent. You know they're willing to pay a commission. They're just, for whatever reason, they missed the market. And we teach you how to help those sellers in particular. Well, amongst the 20 other sources of listing leads we show you how to go after. But expireds in this market are arguably the single best opportunity there is and has been. Oh, there's no expireds in my market. Really? Go back in the MLS and look for the last 12 months. Expand your search to the entire geographic area of your MLS. And you will find, in many cases, tens of thousands of expireds. Remember I told you this. Single best opportunity in this marketplace expired listings, and absolutely subscribe to Red X. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372, and you will get a $150 discount for doing so. Do that right away. Remember, in texting, matches and data rates may apply. Yes, point number two, agents and brokers who are obsessed with their success in real estate have what is called, quote, definiteness of purpose. That's a term coined by Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich. What does that mean? It means that they have very specific and meaningful goals. They can tell you every day if they are on track ahead or behind on their goals. If you are without goals, refer to the real estate treasure map before it's too late. You get that in Premier Coaching. Point number three. Point number three. The most successful agents obsessed with their success don't give up. Now, I made up this term, I have to confess. They have what I call stick to that <laughs> others lack. When conflict arises, they see it as an opportunity versus an obstacle. Their outlook and actions reflect the fact that they believe the only way out is through instead of giving up. So point number two and point number three are written in that order. So you can understand that when you absolutely have a clear focus on what your goals are, it does not matter what the obstacle is that comes in your way. You're going to push through it and you're going to start seeing that obstacle, that failure as a way for you to learn. Now I'm going to share with you something too that we share with our coaching clients. Um, Write this down and and memorize this because it really will remove a lot of stress from your life. 
uh, it's too soon to tell. Write that down. It's too soon to tell. So when you have a great success, don't over-celebrate that great success. Just as the same side, or the, you know, on the other side, if you have a great failure, don't overly mourn that failure. It's too soon to tell. Why? Because where you're going to find your most power is where you are not allowing yourself to have the emotional highs and lows of being in real estate. Yes, celebrate your wins. Yes, learn from your failures. But the reality of it is, it's too soon to tell. You can have a series of wins, then followed by a long series of failures. And if you're so emotionally attached to only the wins, you're never going to actually get through the failures. It's too soon to tell. Great job today on that listing appointment. You took the listing. Well, it's too soon to tell because now the real work starts. You got to get it sold. You know what? You didn't take those last two appointments you went on. Well, it's too soon to tell whether that was a failure or not because you learned from each of those appointments. You were smart and signed up for premier coaching. And now because of those quote unquote failures, you're not going to let it happen again. It's too soon to tell. Just remember that, guys. It'll save you from a lot of stress. That's right. And they stick to it. They don't give up so easily. I have to give a quick shout out to Jennifer Turner, one of my coaching clients in Salina, Texas. She is a fantastic example of having stick to She has had a series of, let's just say, challenging transactions for various reasons. But that girl, she does not give up. And on our last coaching call, we had talked about this, this transaction that had all these crazy things going on. And she said to me, the closing has been rescheduled for tomorrow. It will be closing. <laughs> I will. I could. I mean, I can hear in coaching clients' voices and in the words that they use when they have that conviction, when they have stick to when they look at the challenge that they're going to work through it, versus agents that run up against something and say, "Well, I guess it wasn't meant to be," and they give up too quick. That client trusted Jennifer to get the job done. She was very clear on her mission, and of course, it closed. So nice job, Jennifer. I'm going to caution all of you with listening to what Julie just said, and I think a lot of you listen to our podcast every day and our coaching clients, because you want to surround yourself with people who are essentially like-minded to you. You want to surround yourself with people who are also pulling in the same direction. You want to surround yourself with people to see opportunity no matter where the market's going. And that's the only reason a lot of you guys are joining Julie and I at eXp Realty. You're joining us at eXp Realty as your sponsors. If you're interested in joining eXp Realty, we made it very easy for you to learn more about eXp Realty. Just text the letters eXp to 47372. Or if you're ready to choose your sponsor and you've not yet done so and you want to move forward, um, you can text me directly. A lot of you do every single day. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. eXp Realty is, as far as I know, the only brokerage of its size that's growing right now, even despite what's happening in real estate, that's actually adding agents, that's adding revenue, that's making a profit. Last year, Julie, did I tell you this? Mm -mm. eXp Realty paid, not in commissions, but in revenue share, over $200 million to agents. That's amazing. So that's, yeah, I know, $225 million, mm -hmm. I think. So that, EXP agents who you're listening, if you're listening, you haven't heard that number, you should celebrate from having chosen the right brokerage to be mm -hmm. with, especially in times like this. The rest of you, it's time for you to upgrade your uh, brokerage relationship. And if you're a broker or a team, let's definitely have a conversation. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. All right. So point number four, we're talking about being obsessed with success. Agents and brokers who are that way speak less and do more. Emphasize the word doing. They do more. They take action even if they're not sure. They earn what they learn while they earn. They earn while they learn. Explain that. Through making mistakes versus suffering from analysis paralysis. Okay. So I'll give you an example. Gabriel, Gabriel in Los Angeles, one of my newest coaching clients. Okay. Gabriel has just an unbelievable amount of energy and enthusiasm. We talked about that yesterday about listings. You know that that's a, a lot of it. 
he is ready to go and his scripts are definitely getting polished. Okay. He's not somebody who is waiting to call expireds. He has embraced the fact that he will be earning while he learns. He doesn't have to be perfect. We drilled a whole bunch of scripts. We're polishing his entry into the call, objection handling, how to handle everything. We had a very rapid fire coaching call about objections that you hear with expireds, how to handle those. And the next thing he did when he hung up was he got on the phone, even though he wasn't perfect at all of these things, even though he's polishing, he's earning while he learns, and has already set, guess what? A listing appointment with a $5 million expired. Well, you told me about that. That is amazing. And she's now telling all of you about that. Here's the, there's a lot of things that hopefully you're understanding about what Julie just said. First of all, um, he is one of Julie's personal coaching clients, which, you know, hats off to him for having the courage to have you as his coach, number yes. one. Number two, he was not ready to be, he was not waiting to be perfect. It was uh, Cheryl Sandberg that said, um, perfect is the enemy of done, right? Yes. And what a lot of you are doing, a lot of you are, you're habitual getting ready to get starter types. You're going to do more, learn more. You're going to try this. You're going to try that. You're going to do some social role media. Role play 100 hours. Role play 100 hours. <laughs> oh, I need an accountability partner before I do anything. You waste so much time because the best accountability partners, the best role play partners are the actual sellers that are going to actually basically yes. result in you winning or losing. You will learn faster under pressure than you're ever going to learn role playing with another agent that's probably trying to learn on the job as well. Well, but so here's the difference. Gabriel, I would say, is obsessed with success. He wants the success more than he wants the rumination and thinking about the success. Well, so, I mean, you mentioned his name. You didn't mention his last name. I have a question for you. Yeah. Why? What's changed in his life? Because generally speaking, he sounds to me like the way you're describing him, and I don't know this guy, mm -hmm. um, is that he has probably been somebody who has, uh, he's tired of his own BS and he's finally wanting to push through and go to the next level based on what you said. Is that true? Yes. Most of his transactions have been, you know, according to him, not, not just according to me, mostly center of influence deals, mostly fueled by a hot market. And he's realized now if he actually wants to get to that next level of success, he's going to have to cause it to happen instead of relying on the luck of the market. Okay. We did say the word luck. Oh no, Julie, Tim and Julie, you're wrong about that. My centers of influence and past clients are not uh, just because of pure luck. And you're right. They're not just because of pure luck, but guess what's going to happen in this market where all the you know market headwinds and these market headwinds are not temporary. Do not believe it. We're settling in, still settling into this new market. And this new market with this new economy is the reality that all of us are going to have to deal with for probably the next two to five years, maybe longer. That's the new reality. So who are the agents that are going to win? The ones that, of course, have strong centers of influence and past clients, but you still have to have the skills. Otherwise, they will not even call you out, let alone list with you. And having a great center of influence, even if you're somebody who has been very coachable and talks to them all the time and you're doing a great job, here's a fun fact. 83% of them who have mortgages have locked in their rate under 3.5%. That doesn't mean they're not going to have to sell. That doesn't mean though. that they're not going to have to sell, right. but it does mean that a smaller percentage of them will be enthusiastic about it's selling. It's taking out of the want to sell. So when you have what Julie just said, all the people that, well, you know what, we've been here two years and we want a bigger pool. So we've got all this equity and we know the house will sell in 22 seconds and we're just going to move up to the next one. The interest rates are so low. Those people are out of the market. 
Those people are not coming back to the market. So what it's going to leave are the real buyers and the real sellers, the people that are uh, selling because they have to sell. There will always be buyers that want to buy houses that are you know, great condition, location, and price, right? But what you're going to have to accept the fact, and this is unfortunate that I'm telling you this, maybe you're learning this for the first time, the easy deals are out of the market. The froth is out of the yes. market. Now you're going to be stuck with the sellers, the buyers who actually, well, frankly, the sellers who have to sell. You're going to have some flippers and some speculators and some builders, and you're going to still have in some markets people that do have the ability to move up. But they're now thinking, if I sell this house for you know $500,000 that's got an interest rate on it at 3%, and even if I have $250,000 of equity and I want to move up, at what point do I all of a sudden start not wanting to move up because my payment has gone up too much, even with my huge down payment? So maybe for me to sell out of my $500,000 house to really make it worth it, I have to be buying something for $750 or $850. And now I have a $250,000 mortgage and I'm going to buy a $750 and I'm going to put $250 down. I just doubled my, more than doubled my mortgage payment. And you I, know what they say? I think we should wait a little while. That's what they do. They're going to wait out the market because people, sellers, buyers have to be accepting of the fact that this is the new reality, just like you do. This is the new reality. Don't resist. Work with the sellers that absolutely positively have to sell in I got great news for you. There'll be four to five million of those people this year. Yes, they are still out yes, there. Yes, four to five million and of those. And how many of those four to five million do you have to transact with to meet or exceed your goals? By the way, um, Julie has not gotten through the folks that set appointments with her over the last few days. But if you're interested in being coached by Julie personally, she's very particular who she works with. Trust me, I've known this lady for you know longer than you can imagine. <laughs> 32 years we've been married this year, right? So uh, if you want to be considered to be coached by Julie, here's what you have to do. Text me directly, 512-758-0206. That is my real cell phone number. And when you do, please tell me a little bit about yourself and your business experience. I want to know how long you've been in real estate. I want to know if you're transactional. I would love to know if there's something that's driving you. If it's because, and I saw this quite a few times, it's because you're sick of being sick. You're tired of being tired. You're done, you're done waiting for the market to change. You're done burning through your savings. You absolutely positively want to make this market your market because this is a new market. And you know you can. Those are the people that are perfect clients for Julie. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. Give me a little profile information on yourself. We'll have a back and forth a bit, and then I'll uh, send you over to Julie. And then you can interview her to decide if you like her as your coach. And frankly, she can interview you whether she wants you as a client. 512-758-0206. All right. Our final point for today's podcast, point number five, the most successful agents, real estate agents who are obsessed with their success in real estate, they lack ego. Instead, they lead with curiosity and obsession with skills. They are constantly seeking ways to become more competitive, more skilled, and more effective. How do you know if you have an ego that's actually uh, working against you? Having an ego has benefit definitely gives you a bit of a superpower, but it actually can work against you if you have too much of it. Here's how. Are you avoiding things that make you uncomfortable? That's the simplest of things. Mm -hmm. We gave you an example yesterday where, um, you know, uh, uh, Angel Pagan, who is a <laughs> former base professional baseball player who we go to the gym with, is now taking up an interest in personally training Julie and I. And trust me when I tell you, uh, that makes us uncomfortable. Julie's very intimidating. Yes, yes. Very, I mean, the th yeah, very intimidating. Yeah. 
And I've noticed my behavior in the last few days going to the gym. I try to avoid him. Spot on hell. Leave exactly. Jim. We were leaving today thinking I got through it Darn clean. It. And he found us. And he asked how we were doing with this, that, and the other thing. And then he actually made us commit to seeing him at the gym tomorrow. You at, will be there in the gym tomorrow, Tim and Julie, won't you? At 9.30. Exactly. Now we are having to make ourselves very uncomfortable, both mentally, emotionally, oh, and by the way, physically. But that is, frankly, we are ready for a new challenge. We probably have plateaued with what we're doing with kettlebells. It's, I'm excited and I'm loathing having to actually learn new things. I told him he has to yeah. bring the barf bags. <laughs> I know, but you know what's funny? Whenever we go through that, because we went through that earlier with learning kettlebells, it's so funny how we sort of observe ourselves going back into conscious incompetence. Mm -hmm. That's the ego part. That right? is the ego part is the willingness to do that. Okay. Right. So there's and that's how you know when your ego's around. Right. So this is you and I talking to each other. We got to explain yeah, them. Sure. So there's four stages of mastery or learning. It's explained different ways. I'll see if I get this right. There's unconscious incompetence. There's conscious competence. No, there's conscious incompetence, then there's conscious competence, then there's unconscious competence. I think you got it right. Got and it they right. do all kind of sound the same. So my note takers, I'm sorry, you were right. So confused. the first level is where you're an idiot and you don't know it. I mean, just being blunt. Right. The second level is where you're an idiot and you know it and you want to change it, uh, but it's a struggle. Okay. That's where Julie, we're the that's idiots. That's where the work is. We're the idiots and we know it with uh, Angel Pagan. Okay. That's us right now. Then the next layer after that is where you're consciously competent, where you have to think about what you're doing. We're nowhere near that with them. You have to think about what you're doing, uh, and it doesn't come naturally. You're still learning. You have to earn your... That's third level. But you have obtained some skill. You have... Well, a skill, but also you've uh, obtained uh, the mu some muscle memory of what to say and how to do yes. it, right? Mm -hmm. you, you're not so uncomfortable with having those conversations with the prospective sellers, mm -hmm. but you're still having to think about it. Now, the, many of you, frankly, don't get past the first level. You're not willing to admit what you don't know. You are just it's a too uncomfortable. It's too, you're just, oh, I'm just going to go and I'm going to go do a bunch of TikToks or Twitters or I'm just going to go from this little thing to that little thing and I'm not ever, okay, your ego is preventing you from ever being uncomfortable, which is the same reason that many of you resist actually learning real sales skills. Fact. Number two, once you've moved past that, and this economy is actually forcing many of you to move past that, then you're in the stage of unconscious incompetence or conscious incompetence, right? Again, I just described what Julie and I are experiencing with Onhill. Then after that, it gets a little bit easier. But after that, the fourth level is where things get a lot easier because then you can start doing things without thinking. And when you get to that point, the problem is you might get bored or complacent. And I'm now realizing Julie and I probably have gotten a little complacent with some of our uh, kettlebell stuff because we don't have to think about it anymore because yep. it's just easy. We just do our routine. And he must have noticed that and decided, well, you know, they're obviously, um, you know, yeah. ready for some more torture. <laughs> exactly. But, which is exactly what a good coach does. But where you are coachable is not in the first level. No. Where you're, if you join coaching and you're like, oh, you know what? I know it all. Or I'm not, I don't need to do that. Oh, I hear what Tim and Julie are saying. And yes, the number one coaches in America. Yes, all this. Yes, all that. But I'm going to go figure it out on my own. You're not coachable. Don't waste your money. Yeah. Now, after you've had the market kick you in the butt a few times, then you become coachable. That's when you sign up for coaching. When you're willing to accept the fact and your, your ego is not ruling the roost anymore, that's where you're actually a good coaching client. But where you're really a good coaching client is that third level, but you have to earn your way there. So what Julie looks for, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're not interested in people in that first level. 
No, too much getting ready to get started to someday possibly decide to take action if, you know, the sun is shining and it's a Tuesday. Even if someone's willing to full pay for a year, it's hell to the no. No, it's too much work it's for me. too much work. I don't and have repetitive calls like that. Yeah, it's psychologically exhausting. It is. Right. So, but when somebody is willing to, especially if they've been successful in the past market and they're willing to admit that they don't know as much as they thought they knew, mm -hmm. those people are gold. Absolutely. So that's, this is some, I can give examples like Brad in Orlando. Okay. He started out... He was at the very end of that first stage, which is also called formulation, getting ready to get started, putting a plan together, having goals. Okay, but he didn't spend that much time there. He wanted to launch right away. So then we were working on the next level, which is developing the skill. But he was going through that very enthusiastically. Okay, now we had a couple of calls where we had to put the, you know, didn't the you train back him, on the tracks. Didn't you force him to do calls on your coaching call? I, well, you don't, don't tell him all my secrets. Okay, I, but I you do did. have a rule. If we talk about the same, after I know that you know how to do something, you've committed, you know it's important to do it. You've embraced the fact that if you don't do it, you won't move forward. In other words, I'm not talking you into it. We've agreed and you understand. And you show up not having done it. And you show up not having done it. One time, maybe you had some confusion. We need to sort some stuff out. One Dog time, ate your that's homework. Fine. Okay. That, that's <laughs> once is okay. Second time, if you're full of excuses, that if you do not turn that ship around and start being productive based on the coaching we've had, I'm not just prescribing something. We've talked about your skills. We know where you are. Most importantly, okay. they've agreed to do it. They've agreed to do it. I, I'm not prescribing it. You're not just saying do this or you no. suck. You're saying no, th no, no. Th this is what they've chosen to do. That's right. You want to become great at expireds. Here are the three steps you got to do, whatever it, it may be. It could be anything. It could be they want to get great at their centers of influence and past clients. They want to get great at Systematize your open houses. Exactly. Whatever. Systematize their business, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But if you continue to not do it on on the third call, then you will be doing whatever it is during our call. And the and uh, when I coached full time, I would you did that too. Oh hell yeah, it's very Espe effective. Especially like and you know it is it's amazing. Also, too. there's no rescheduling of that call. Right, so they'll show up and they'll, did you make your you know five expired contacts? No excuse, excuse, excuse. Okay, guess what we're doing now? And then there was I remember these calls because you know they were so really they were um, oftentimes the most significant pivot that they had professionally because they can't run and hide. I'm going to listen while they're doing it. They're going to, I'm going to listen while they dial. I'm going to listen to what they say. I'm going to give them real-time feedback. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk while they're making the calls. Nope. But 99% of the time, when you force somebody to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the, at the highest level, they are successful at it because they are being observed. Yes. And that's really what great coaching is all about. We are not real estate trainers. We are real estate coaches. We cannot give lightweight information. We cannot just give surface information. You listen to this podcast and some of you are like, holy crap, this is amazing. Look what they're telling me. Uh, you know, how much better can their coaching be? Well, our private coaching is at a level that I hope all of you guys will be able to experience because it is instrumental in some of the most successful agents in since we've been coaching. Some of the biggest named agents in the country our past coaching clients or current coaching mm -hmm. clients, HGTV stars, these people that you know that are famous coaching clients of ours, personally of Julie and I's. Now, why is it that they hired us? Even though we are probably the most expensive when you hire what, uh, Julie and I personally, uh, why do they hire us? Because we get results. That's why. And we get those results quickly. That's why I don't, you know, trainers would let you get away with that forever. Your office manager doesn't care whether you do what you promised to do or not. But we try to get there very quickly because I need somebody that's going through that to break through their own resistance quickly. That's and you what you're getting what's paid great. for. That is what I'm getting paid for. And you know what's awesome about that? They almost always set appointments when we do that. Of course. And then the light bulb goes off. Oh, okay, now I can do it. Now I want to do it. 
because I've been successful at it, and I don't know why I took so long to get there. And now it's I my mind is you know full of these calls when I did that too. So then what happens is you realize or they realize that the reason they hadn't been setting appointments was because they were actually nervous about going on an appointment. Then we have more work to do. Exactly. So now you've pushed past the first obstacle. Now you're, you, frankly, the obstacles going forward are a hell of a lot easier. The hardest thing to do is proactively set the appointment. Yes. The easiest thing to do is when you follow our system is to take the listing, which is the exact opposite of what most of you think. Mm-hmm. So most of you are actually afraid to actually set a proactive listing lead appointment because you're fearful that when going on the listing appointment, that somehow the people are going to sick you know, a band of rabid dragons on your ass in the driveway, right? <laughs> Whatever your fear is. So scary. And, and none of that happens. Actually, the fun part is the listing appointment, uh, assuming you followed our seven-step listing process. So guys, listen, um, Julie is still interviewing some of the people, and they're interviewing her, who responded yesterday. If you want to be considered to be one of Julie's private coaching clients, text me directly at 512-758-0206. Julie's, we used to coach every single month. Julie and I would have 60 to 70 private coaching clients, which means we would have 10 to 12 half hour calls every single day. And we did that for years. We will never do that again, ever. It's too much work. It's a ton uh, of work. So what Julie is looking for is maybe 15 or 20 private clients. That's it. And it's a huge gift to us. I have to say it's very cathartic because it makes us frosty. It keeps Julie and I on the pulse of what's happening across the country. And uh, every day after Julie finishes her calls, I'll go and do a debrief. Julie, what did you experience today? Tell me about what the agents are experiencing. Or she'll tell me and we'll go on a walk, whatever, walk the dog. And we'll find out what people are experiencing in different markets. That is incredibly valuable to us so we can do a great job for all of you on the podcast. You guys get it? So yes, you're paying Julie a lot to have your coach you, but we're also getting a lot from those coaching calls. So thank you, Julie's coaching clients. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it is, you know, it's very fulfilling to us and all of our coaches to see you guys succeed faster than what you're struggling with on your own. Yes. That's what we do. And, you you know, you said it right. The podcast, we can only do so much. On private coaching calls, we can dive a lot deeper, see what makes you tick, see what's holding you back, and help you forge through that and go faster than you can on your own. And please be clear, uh, and just be really clear about this. We're not a buffet table of ideas. You're not going to walk into, um, especially Julia or my's private schedule, if I it's not yeah. idea fest. It's not idea fest. There's not going to be like, so Julie, did you hear about this latest CRM or this latest this bang, bang, whiz, bang, Facebook ad? Nope. We're not talking about that because you guys do not have the time to experiment with what may or may not ever work. We're going to have you work on what does work when you work it. That way you actually are helping people and making money faster. There's not a lot. This market is not going to suffer experimentation. And a lot of you, without knowing it, because the money was flowing so readily because of the nature of the market, have not really learned the skills. You you have been successful in terms of selling homes and making money. Um, and this is a profile of a lot of Julie's coaching clients and maybe for a long period of time. But now that the tides, the smarter amongst you are realizing the tides are definitely changing. The wind is definitely blowing in a different direction. And you definitely want to be more successful because of this market than you even were in the past market. So now you're actually willing to be in that state of conscious incompetence, please do consider reaching out to us and you can text me. And when you do, please give me a little profile on yourself, your experience selling real estate, a little bit about yourself. The family information is always helpful. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll have a little conversation where I'm frankly pre-qualifying you. And then um, assuming that you're moving forward, then I'll have you talk directly with Julie. And then you're going to interview Julie and she's going to interview you. And you guys are going to decide whether she's a fit for you and frankly, whether you're a fit for her. 512-758-0206. 
And uh, the reason we've been mentioning this now for going on two weeks is because a lot of you are reaching out to us and we're having these conversations. And I'm suggesting that you work with one of our other coaches because you're too much in that first level of learning. You don't yet know, you're not yet willing to admit that you don't know. And if that's you, then understand we still have a coach for you. Um, but it's all, not, all of them trained by us. So it's not like they're so different than me us. Me and all the coaches are trained yes, by us. That's yeah, right. exactly. All right. So in the meantime, thank you for keeping this number one list to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. We love the feedback we're getting from all of you guys. Uh, love the comments over on Instagram. Some of you guys are enjoying some of the silly pictures we're putting up. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find us over on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Tim and Julie Harris. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.